The Viewpoint on SAFM with Songizomapeke, Monday to Thursday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. Of course, the effects of cigarette ban, a lot has been spoken about this. Mr. Yusuf Abramji is on hold, the founder of Tax Justice South Africa. Very much not happy with the U-turn that was announced last week by NDZ, as we have affectionately referred to as. Why do you want to smoke, Yusuf? Well, I'm not a smoker and uh, I have no intention of smoking, but uh, we are here to come and fight uh, because they the criminals are smiling all the way to bank, thanks to the lockdown, thanks to the ban on cigarettes. No, I accept that. Um, just while I talk to you, I just do want to say that your line is a little iffy at this point. So if you can try and move around to a point where you can hear me clearly sure. and I can hear you clearly, that would be great. But um, there are clearly two conversations that are happening parallel to this or two conversations that are taking place because of cigarettes. There's the health question. And there is the tax question or the criminal aspect attached to the finance question. Which between these two should be the greater conversation and greater emphasis placed? Do we say for the sake of the nation's health, we compromise on the cigarette sales, never mind what's happening in the black market? Or do we say the threat that the black market poses and the outflows that could otherwise come to our revenue far outweighs as an argument? For the purposes well, let's, of let's, our let's, money, let's, the health the, the health question. Let's look at both issues. Uh, the first one you ask is the health issue. There's no doubt that smoking has serious health uh, problems. Uh, there's no debate about it. There's no discussion. However, the argument used by government that there's a correlation between COVID-19 and smoking is unproven at this stage. The minister made the comment. She gave no evidence to prove uh, any uh, of their suggestions. And also, international research has shown in many countries that there's absolutely no evidence yet of a correlation between COVID-19 and smoking. I think it needs to be very, very clear that, yes, there are health hazards, but the correlation between COVID-19 and, um, and smoking, no evidence presented by, by the government to argue the case that there is, needs to be a ban on smoking. When it comes to the uh, ban generally, we said it repeatedly as tax justice for Africa right from day one that this ban on cigarettes specifically is opening the door for the cigarette smugglers, it's opening the door for the criminal syndicates. Today we heard the Commissioner of Stars at the Kiswetter saying very clearly there is evidence that showing the illicit trade is booming. We know that uh, the Minister of Public Works, Patricia Below, said uh, there were uh, indications that there was something taking place. Uh, between the uh, uh, between South Africa and Zimbabwe through the Big Bridge area where the fence was broken, where cigarettes and even food have been smuggled. And we are seeing it each and every day. Police, law enforcement agencies are making seizure after seizure of illicit cigarettes. These cigarettes are now being sold on Facebook. They are being sold on uh, street corners. It's uh, defying the real purpose of the lockdown. Instead of letting people sit at home and have their smoke, it's allowing people to go out and look uh, for the nicotine habit uh, to, 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 to promote the smoking habits, and it's causing more danger than, um, than, uh, than the fact that uh, the cigarettes are banned. Let's not forget, the South African Revenue Service is losing in one month alone 1.5 billion rand, we are told, by SARS in the taxes for cigarettes uh, and for alcohol. It's a lot of money that could be used at a time when South Africa needs the money when our economy is in the, in, in the dumps. So Yusuf Abranji, founder of Tax Justice South Africa, is on the line talking to us about how the ban on cigarette sales is hurting the country more than the ban itself. 
for the purposes of fighting COVID is assisting. If these names ring a bell, we would surely like your views on this. Rothmans, Peter Stuyvesant, Craven A, Paul Revere, Lexington, Daniel, Benson and Hedges, among many others. If you're a consumer of those brands or those that I have not yet mentioned, you're more than welcome to call. Yusuf, is your argument... each other for a moment. No worries. I'm, I'm back on you now. Is your argument as it pertains to cigarette at all tied with the arguments for equally the sale of alcohol or does your argument not extend that far? No, we were, we were very vocal on, 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 on the ban of cigarettes and when it comes to alcohol, it's a complete different argument. I think there is some substance in what government is saying that it contributes to crime. It will jam up the hospitals at a time when the hospitals need uh, the most hospital beds they can get. We know alcohol contributes to road fatalities, to road collisions. Okay. We know alcohol contributes to social ills. On the argument that cigarettes contribute to social ills, it does not. There might be health issues, but no correlation between COVID-19 and health issues. And let's not forget, there are 11 million smokers in South Africa. And the mere fact that uh, uh, cigarettes have been banned is a completely different argument to, to alcohol. What we are seeing, however is the illicit trade in alcohol is also thriving. And we had even two people, I think, in the Northern Cape that died as a result of making their own homebrew alcohol, which That's is right. uh, completely dangerous. Yes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to really tease out the core of this issue because, okay, let's forget alcohol because you don't have a particular position strongly for its continued sale. So we're not going to focus on that. If, for instance, we had greater border control, for the most part, the argument that you advance in terms of illicit outflows and financial outflows in the country lost because of the black market across the border, that wouldn't be an issue, certainly not as much as you have driven it. So if there was a situation whereby public works had a strong fence there and the South African Defense Force was manning the borders, at least the extent of the argument goes in terms of the black market across the borders, that would be taken out. What else would you say to still advance the narrative that cigarette sales are inessential? Smuggling does not comprise of 100% of the, of the illicit trade. Let's not forget many of the brands that we are now being seized are available locally. They are produced locally. Yes, there is a percentage of it that's smuggled into South Africa through the borders. A lot of it is coming out of the local market. And if you look at some of the brands that have been seized, it's the same old brands that have been seized over and over again. Many of the brands outside the lockdown sell a packet of 10, uh, 20 uh, cigarettes for, for under 25 rand. And the minimum taxes payable on a pack of 20 cigarettes is about 20 rand 66. How do you produce a packet of cigarettes right from the tobacco farmer, right to the factory, right to the retailer with all the margins for under 4 rand? That's virtually impossible. So the packet of cigarettes sells for under 25 rand outside the lockdown, for example, you are making, or even during the lockdown, not a cent is going to government. And that is why we are talking of billions of rands being lost. Let's also not forget that these illicit cigarettes are now being sold on the market. I'm told that a packet of cigarettes can go from anything now from 50 rand to 85 to 90 rand a packet. It just shows you that these cigarette smugglers are cashing in. They are enjoying every hour of this ban on cigarettes because if the, pocket, the money is going directly into the pockets instead of the pockets of the government, which we need it. And, and that is our big argument to say the cigarette dealers, the criminals are running a mock. They are smiling all the way. They are selling these cigarettes. And yes, some of them get arrested. The end users get arrested. But the real smugglers are not arrested. And they are the ones that are still roaming the streets and smiling all the way to the bank.
0891-104-207, do call us, 0614-104-107, contributions on WhatsApp, either by voice note, we know the rules about voice note, no funny business being in the toilet and giving us a voice note and all the echo that comes with that. Turn your radio off, please, when you do send us a voice note, 40 seconds and under, we certainly will try our level best to play it. Yusuf Abramji. Yusuf, I'm still getting very strongly a question as to the public benefit, in other words, in terms of the fiscus that comes with the sale of cigarettes, in other words, undercutting altogether, at least as far as possible, the black market. That's what you have said now, I would imagine, is available as information, facts and statistics to both SARS as well as the presidency. When I say the presidency, I really mean the command council that is overseeing COVID. For the consumer, the one who wants to smoke, because all of these things, if government were to deal with, is it fair then to say you wouldn't have a reason to insist on the sale of cigarettes? Because government has made the decision, notwithstanding all of these facts that you have put forward. I'm now looking at it from the perspective of a smoker. What can a smoker reasonably say is unjustified about the ban on cigarettes? Well, we have, 11, we have 11 million smokers in South Africa. You talk of the ban. The same uh, government, headed by our President Cyril Ramaphosa, announced a week before the ban that cigarettes will be sold. A week later, I don't know how much can change, the ministers come and they overrun the decision, perhaps through the COVID and the collective decision, as they now argue, which is something that we can debate on. But what has changed within five or six or seven days from the announcement that the President made? Secondly, we living in a democratic South Africa... We have a constitution that we all respect. What are, what, don't 11 million smokers also have a right? And also, I mean, they, 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 they are addicted. Doctors and psychologists and experts will tell you that sometimes the withdrawal symptoms out of this uh, cigarette and nicotine can be far more dangerous than in many other illnesses. All right, let's so, take calls. Let's take calls. I've, I've heard you, and I do have to take a quick ad break. After the ad break, we're taking calls. We're reading some messages and listening to voice notes. Yusuf Abramji is on the line still. Call SAFM right now on 0891 SAFM. If you feel the need to smoke, do give us a call right away, please. Let's go to our regular caller in Rast, in Ndate KGM. Ndate. Song, yes. Good evening to the young and old, the new and old, I guess. <laughs> you always have to be spicy. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> and good evening to, to Yusuf. Look, I'll, I'll get right into it. Please. Uh, Yusuf, this is not personal. But what annoys me by people like you is that, you know, you remind me of how typical um, bourgeois beneficiary of apartheid or colonialism would want to tell somebody who suffered generationally so uh, in terms of the the, the, the tribulations of, of the system to say, no, 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 but you know what? It's 25 years. You should shut up now. You've, you've benefited for the past 25. It, 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 it's somebody who goes and sleep in a tin house for one night and say, I know how it feels like. Now, for people like me, Yusuf, who does not smoke and who know how smoke and passive smoke particularly affects us, scientifically and otherwise, we are elated by the fact that, you know, even economically, and by the way, I am actively involved economically. For me, my view is 
if we could do, our economy could do without alcohol, it could do without drugs, it could do without tobacco, maybe the new new should actually be without these things. Now, you guys have this excuse, Yusuf, of talking about, uh, uh, talking about the Constitution. Now, you, your, your rights are fine the same way that our rights are fine. But do not infringe on our rights. Now, smoke, you, you can't control the, the smoke, isn't it? So, so, I could say a lot, but I you think could. you get my point. I certainly do, and I'm sure Yusuf has made notes. He's going to respond to that. After that conversation with you, thank you so much. We go to Felix in Nelspread. After Felix, we go to Tango in KZN. Uh, thank you uh, for taking my call. It's Felix in Nelspread. Yes, uh, um, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Please go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I, I don't smoke. Just like KGM, I don't smoke. But I will never use the opportunity of, of coronavirus to bully, to terrorize, and to harass smokers. I'm a medical doctor myself. Every day I advise my patients on the dangers of smoking. Now, smokers know the dangers of smoking. But they continue to smoke because of the subjective the subjective feeling they have from, from it. So you cannot use this case in a case of disaster like this to now say people must not smoke anymore. What we can say is this. If smoking is essential to you, go, buy your cigarette and go and smoke in your house. Don't gather and share any smoking. Just like so nobody must gather and share the word of God in the church or you go and share anything in the funeral because it is the gathering. It is the crowd that spread coronavirus. It is not smoking. It is not drinking. My essential is different from yours. I cannot dictate what your essential is because I don't smoke. Your lived experience as a smoker must not be cancelled out by my own lived experience because I don't smoke. So gotcha. please, it is wrong fundamentally wrong for anybody to say you must not sell cigarettes or buy cigarettes because it's infringing on their right. Got you loud and clear. Thank you so much for that, Brother Felix, in a nail spread. Let's go to a man who I had a conversation with last night. Tango, welcome back. Thanks for your time. Hola, hola, hola. How are you, my Eita. brother? Eita. Uh, sure, sure. Hey, my brother, I'm just listening. You know, I'm just thinking, uh, uh, does someone have the right to change what the state president or uh, the state president, if he had mentioned something, that someone, um, he is the chief in command, right? Now, I'm trying to understand, how is this changed now that another person can come in and say that this is what we have come up with? After the state president has made the announcement, he is the chief in command. Now, if that person, for some reason or the other, was a smoker, or for that uh, reason, maybe a drinker, I don't think they would react in that way. They would have just left it. Because there are many members in Parliament, in the Cabinet as well, and uh, uh, our, our leaders that smoke. We didn't hear anything from them. But there comes a person who does not smoke. But more to that, maybe I would just speculate, in our Petermarisburg area, there was a person who was connected to that person who was running a factory yeah, that was making the, uh, the, 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 the fake cigarettes. So, the cigarettes are still sold now. Now you get a 30 rand, 40 rand, 50 rand, 60 rand. The people are still buying and they're still smoking. And at the end of the time, 
The people, it's a lockdown. I'm sure people are sensible. Maybe if you have a drink, you'll go on the road and, 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 and you'll be bucky. But if you have, you buy your cigarettes and you go home, you're smoking in the comfort of your own home, you are killing yourself or you are polluting your lungs, mm-hmm. how should it be affect the next person? Fair enough. We got your points. Hopefully, Yusuf will respond to that. Thank you so much for your call. Sure. I'm my brother Tango in KZN. Let's listen to some voice notes because oh, this topic is a proper one at that. Um, I'm, I'm sure we're going to carry on slightly ever more than what we might have made a provision for because people are really keen. There are lots of people who, in my language, I would say, let's hear the voice notes. SAFM, here, there, and everywhere. Hashtag the viewpoint. Yeah, Songezo, a very good evening to you and your guests. Yeah, me, I support this ban of cigarette, but only if the government has a plan that will assist those people who are working in those factories that produce the cigarette, because it doesn't help to ban alcohol and cigarette, and those people, they are not receiving any income. And that 350 is too little for those people who are working there in those organization this is also too deep in peter marisbeck 105.0 fm song is that gentleman who is your guest now about tobacco what are his intentions really are they that nice and that good someone said that you should be very cautious and be weary if you see a leopard trying to look after your child. The issue is, is it the loss of revenue or there is something else they want to achieve out of it? Thank you. Good evening. I do not, good evening. I do not uh, agree with Yusuf when he uh, uh, puts forward the reasons of a constitutional right for smokers. The constitutional right for everyone currently are uh, being on the back burner because we want to save the nation. So he should not be crying and saying it's a constitutional right of 11 million smokers. Does he even know to talk? Why doesn't he talk about the statistics in terms of how many people die annually uh, due to smoking and what are the effects uh, that smoking does and the correlation with COVID-19? COVID-19, it's a respiratory disease and smoking causes respiratory issues. Putsonges, I don't usually agree with our government on many issues. But on the ban of cigarette, I support that 101%. Your guest is speaking from the point of privilege because he doesn't know what is puff and pass. There's no difference between the alcohol and the cigarette in the townships. Practical example that uh, Mamul Zamini Zuma did is about the Zol. It's about the Zol. So Abraham must not come and speak nonsense here. We don't have time for that. Abraham, are you there? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you, 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 let, let me first comment, you know, it's good when the constitutional rights are in your favor and you support it. And the first caller makes that point. He says, yes, there is constitutional rights, but the rights of smokers should not be respected. I think that, uh, that, that is quite an idiotic uh, argument on its own, similarly to the last voice note. So when the constitution is in our favor and we don't like it and we don't respect the rights of other people, when it suits us, we condemn it. But be it as it may. 
the, the president announced, as the one um, voice note suggested, that the ban on cigarettes is going to be lifted within a few days. That decision was overturned. What, that has raised some serious uh, political questions from experts who are saying, who's in charge? And as your one caller suggested, who is in charge and how can the president's decision be overturned? Again, the issue of the correlation between COVID and smoking has come up. And uh, the Dr. Felix makes a very valid point where he says, you know what, allow the smokers to smoke. There's no harm if they do it in the privacy of their home. The, the first caller says smoking affects me. Yes, smoking affects me as well. And that is why smoking is banned on certain places in South Africa and public places. You can only do it in certain conditions and a certain environment and in certain buildings and so on or in the, in the uh, outside your house type of thing. So we need to be very clear as to not in, just argue the point just for the sake of arguing. The one caller suggests that, yes, certain political connections. You know, I have to ask the question again this evening. What is the connection between some politicians uh, and uh, alleged drug uh, or rather cigarette smugglers uh, and, 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 and this particular decision that has come up publicly? We know there's no secret, well reported by many media, that certain politicians have received money from well-known cigarette smugglers. Um, the one caller talked about a factory in Peter Marisburg uh, and a certain political connotation. There's no secret about that. Uh, and that is why we are saying there are 11 million smokers. The president makes the decision. A few days later, the minister says we received 2,000 submissions uh, against smoking, and that is why we reversed our decision. There, there wasn't even a chance for the people who want cigarettes uh, to be to be unbanned during the lockdown to make submissions because the president had already spoken. So for them not to open it up to the other people and make a unilateral decision is very, very unfair on the people that are supporting the lifting of the ban. And I think we need to be very, very fair here. And I think, you know, it's good to trivialize the issue and point fingers uh, and say, you know what, we come from a privileged path. It's not about privilege. I'm sorry to say it, but I'm going to say it this evening loud and clear. Anyone who is supporting the illicit trade, which we are now seeing is flourishing, is supporting crime. Um, I'm, I'm not so sad. sure that's entirely it's, the it's argument. Very, it's very sad that people want to support crime, and we, we, we've seen these criminals' pockets are being lined instead of the money going to the coffers of our mm, government. No, Yusuf, I, I'm not so sure anybody has advanced that particular argument for the purposes of why the ban and it being ineffective is good. Nobody has at all advanced that. In fact, even my line of questioning was, that's a separate discussion altogether simply because we are actually now talking about our law enforcement agencies and security apparatus not being sufficient to deal with the problems of the country. Lifting the cigarette ban doesn't automatically take away the illicit trading. It has always been there. In fact, there's a poster right outside the Department of Trade and Industry that says in the last financial year as much as 7 billion rand has been lost. Now, this was long before COVID. So that illicit trade in cigarettes is a phenomenon that has always been there. Now, I am saying that is an indication that our security apparatus is inefficient on the ground. That is not because there is the cigarette ban. Well, we, we, we on record as Tech Justice South Africa, and just for the record, we don't only focus on the illicit cigarette trade, we focus on the illicit alcohol trade, the illicit fuel trade, the illicit pharmaceutical trade. No, no, I accept trade, it. We're talking about cigarettes now. clothing trade. And yes, we, we are the ones that have been on record to say that about 8 billion rand, to be exact, is lost annually as a result of the illicit trade. In fact, uh, I have a high court case pending in the North Houting High Court where a well-known cigarette company has sued me because I called one of their brands 
long, uh, long before the lockdown last year sometime, an illicit brand. That particular defamation case is still before the courts of law. So, yes, the illicit trade has been there, but what we are seeing now is a dramatic increase because people cannot get cigarettes uh, through the legal means, through the, uh, op- or through the shops where the taxes go to government. So they're now going quietly, and this is why we're seeing a boom in the illicit trade. Simple as that. Very well. All the best, then, for your work and in your advocacy for the sale of cigarettes. We're going to read some messages now whilst we say thank you to you, Mr. Yusuf Abranji, for your wonderful conversation with us you have solicited as many calls and questions and comments as we've probably ever had on the show so thanks to you yusuf we might actually have you back just to wake up the safm community at large 2037 quick ad break